0: Stories change us, inspire us, encourage us, and keep us going. Green Chair Conversations is the place where story and change meet through authentic conversation as we learn and grow from a diversity of voices. Welcome to Green Chair Conversations. Hey everyone. Today I am on location with Chris and Emily Taylor, owners of Mempops, a local ice pops company here in Memphis, Tennessee. Today we are going to talk about the story of Mempops and get really pragmatic on how we can know our why and manage our limits. I'm really excited about this conversation today. Thank you guys so much for having us. Thanks for having us. I know, we're here on, this is your Crosstown. That's correct. Correct, It's my personal favorite. Don't tell the other location. I'm sorry. We're biased because we live right down the street. But I would love to hear the story of Mempops. I mean, this is a really, like, I feel like everywhere I go in Memphis, there is a truck somewhere. So you guys are kind of taking over the city. That was our hope and plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell me how to get started.
1: We, uh, well, a backstory, like I've worked in restaurants and worked in kitchens, managed restaurants, and I wanted to open a restaurant. And Emily did not want me to open a restaurant. Um, (laughs) Because I was like, I gotta do something. I can't just keep working for people. And we were in Birmingham visiting my dad and went into a Steel City Pops. And I don't know, I started looking at their website. I was like, man, they got like four locations in Birmingham. Like, what? Like, what is the, you know, we started looking into it. And then on the drive back to Memphis, we were kind of like, we're gonna do this in Memphis. And that's really, cool. like, that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. we just like, I'm, and I was like, I'm just going to do this. Like, if they didn't, Birmingham. Did it. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know how they do their, I don't even know, mm-hmm. I don't know how they make their pops or how they run their business. I just liked kind of the general idea mm-hmm. of it. And we just mm-hmm. kind of figured it out on our own, event you know, mm-hmm. eventually.
2: Yeah. yeah. I just kind of started looking into equipment and, you yeah. know, looking into ideas yeah. of what would match and
0: go and, and that's the, really neat. Yeah. I so think. inspiration kind of came from this place, but then you guys
2: kind of just took it on. Right. Yes. One thing that we knew we wanted to do was to be local and use all natural ingredients with no artificial flavors or colors, you know, kind of um, get on that local, all natural, yeah, you know, hide that everyone is on. So Yeah. yeah and kind of yeah. build off of that. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. And so
0: some of it comes, like, the creativity behind your, like, I'm sitting here looking at a board right now that has <laughs> all of your flavors on it. And, I mean, but some of the creativity behind, like, you have watermelon and basil, like, which is actually my favorite. But uh, but I love that because you guys have been so creative with your flavors, and I, I love that. Well,
1: it's happened sort of over time. Like, yeah. I remember looking at some pictures. Like, when we first opened the Men pops at Ridgeware first store, I had 10 flavors. I think at that point I probably had 15, maybe 20 recipes. Now I have over a hundred and oh, wow. we've kind of along the way learned, you know, we had to figure out how to make popsicle, Or sorry, not this <laughs> yeah. No, well, how, I, pops, how to yes. make ice pops, or but, you know, how to make them <laughs> pops, so we had to figure out how to do it. Yes, and yes. so we um, you know, finally got sort of a system down and we came up with these different bases that we can sort of interchange with different flavors. And so now, like, if you asked me to make a flavor, I could figure out how to do it really quickly. Okay. But that took years to figure oh, wow. out. It wasn't like overnight. Like a lot of these things just like kinda like trial and error, like, oh if we do okay, now this works. I made mm-hmm. plenty of terrible popsicles and throw them away. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know, like yeah. it just takes a while to sort of get to where we are. And yeah. now we're now we've you know figured out what we're doing and it's it's a lot easier. Yeah. On, on the on the production side of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so you guys actually the ice pops and popsicle thing. So you told me a little bit about like Popsicle's a brand. I never knew this until now. Yep. Like it's, it's ice pops is
1: yeah.
2: how you ice language. Yes, but for, it's
1: like everyone just it's, it's yeah. Kind of it's kind of like, like the way zero, you call like it, like Xerox, right. yeah. Yeah. Kleenex yeah, just,
2: and tissue, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, so fair. yeah. that's fair. Yeah,
1: but we're trying to at least in Memphis change it to where we don't say popsicles, we just say mem Pops. That and pops. is one of the first things.
2: Oh, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's one of the first things that Chris says whenever we started doing it. He was like, I don't want people in Memphis to say, I want. A popsicle or an ice pop. I want people to say I want a mem pop. That's cool. But I just, I like but
1: I just said popsicle. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah It's yeah, hard it's, to get. It's, it's in. hard. It's hard. Right. I, I haven't even like fully evolved. Yeah. Yet.
2: Okay. So even backing
0: it up, I think that I mean I'm really inspired by this fact that like you already had a dream to open a restaurant. You knew like that's probably not super practical with your family or Emily.
1: Right. <laughs> I thought I could make it work, but Emily is smarter than me, yeah. and she yeah. knows how like when I. I get really involved, you know, I, I, yeah, get,
2: yeah. I,
1: I would have, like, had a bed at the restaurant eventually. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So. And
2: we started, you know, just making popsicles or ice pops, mem pops. Yes. In pops. The, pops. And, and, the, and the more, like, in the evenings, like, we'd come home, he'd come home from work. He was working at Central Barbecue. Oh, yes. I'd yes. come home from work. We'd put the kids to bed. We'd make popsicles, right? And men we can make... Mom and then pops. We could make... <laughs> it's hard. <I> <laughs> and we could make how many a night in a 24-hour period? We could make 48 popsicles. Uh, no, we could
1: be 160 because I had four moles and did 40 apiece. Okay. And then sometimes I would do it where, like, if I worked the night shift, okay. I would come home, like, at 11 mm. and be going till 2 okay. in the morning. And then the next day at some point when we were home at the same house, like, all right, we got to unmold them and make the next batch. And we, you know,
0: yeah,
1: so we were doing that. And I wasn't only going out like I was working there, you know, six days a week. So okay. I was going out like on Sunday
0: Yeah.
1: To, to sell. And then um, in the you, truck,
0: I love the truck story. Well, no, right. we,
1: used, well, we, well, we had, started with a car. I had but, some yeah. cards I found uh-huh. and I was going out and then we got this truck. That didn't really work. But I had toed over to Memphis Maine, and I had that like my weekend spot. Anyway, yeah. But I remember one day I had a terrible day at work. And I called Emily. I was like, I can't say exactly what I said, but like basically expressed my frustration. And I was like, <laughs> I'm quitting. And she's like, You're doing why well. Yeah, I'm quitting. And she's like, Okay, I mean, we're gonna start at Memphis. Like, why are you gonna quit? I was like, well, and I was and like, so, I feel like, like I'm done. Like, I can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. So that yeah. was
2: kind of scary, but you yeah. know, but uh, one thing, I mean. Chris has always been willing to take risks, but they're very calculated ones. Um, And so it was scary, yes, but I also trusted him and and, and what we were doing with this. And so, yeah. yeah. And I
0: imagine that's kind of when it really started taking off because I mean, you're really invested at this point. I was actually reading something the other day talking about with starting new businesses or kind of going forward with something that's like a risk. Uh, A lot of people tend to do the half in half out thing, but once you kind of dive in, that's when it
2: really can yeah. go. yeah because yeah.
0: you're really invested. I mean yeah. it has
2: to work and, it, and you have your time and mm-hmm. you know the, mm-hmm. the drive to make it work and yeah. and let's face it, be financially successful, right yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. have to have it yeah be able to support you and your yeah. family too.
0: Yeah. I love the, um, so where'd you get the, you got, I, I remember cause, uh, full disclosure, we're neighbors. So it's <laughs> kind of fun watching this. I remember when you guys got the truck mm-hmm. um, and I remember seeing this truck sitting in front of your house. I was like, what on earth is this truck? It disappears for a little bit. It comes back and it looks amazing. Right. It has pops on, popped on it. Out. Yeah, yeah. I remember that.
1: <laughs> no. So my friend Stanley, definitely going to get a hope to, yes. Stanley and Amanda. Yes. So Stanley sends me, um, a link, on Craigslist, like, said, hey man, this is a cool truck. Like, that'd be cool for your business that you're starting. Uh-huh. I was like, you're exactly, yeah, you're right. And so I called the guy and I went over there and looked at it. And then, of course, we're going to drive it back to Memphis. Like, it's like a, you know, kind of like a little death trap. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like an 83 mail truck. And so I went over there and then I called a friend that was in these car business. And he had, like, somebody come and... Transported, yeah, uh, to Memphis. Yeah, and then we eventually got another one too. We have two of them now. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. So tell me a little bit about uh, lessons. I mean, obviously, number. I mean, I, you make it sound really easy, right? Like just jumping, you know, quitting your job and <laughs> jumping into a brand new business and launching something. But I can tell it. Like, you guys really love it, and you're really passionate about it. And I loved even seeing you through this past pandemic get really creative. I remember you had like things on Sunday with yeah. our neighborhood and you had like socially distant chalk mm-hmm. things. You guys are just really intentional, but
2: I, I would love lessons that you guys have learned along the way through this journey. You know, like kind of knowing what our limits are. Yeah, I know, like that. Um, You know, and at first, you know, just trying to do everything ourselves and, and, and Chris spending all this time, but you know, kind of being, like you said, more intentional about how we spend our time and where we spend our time. You know, for a little while we had talked about, you know, possibly franchising yes, or I was gonna going, ask going out to, yes. you know, with our mobile events, like doing more regional things and and mm-hmm. like kind of learning that maybe we just, you know, hone in on what we have going on here and really perfect that um, instead of stretching ourselves so thin and you know looking at quality versus quantity um, and and kind of knowing, you know hey we're okay to 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 be here and to do this and make Mm. this even better than trying to stretch ourselves really thin so um i think that's something that we've kind of learned certainly over the years but i would say really especially within the past 18 months you know kind of knowing um what what we're good at and knowing what our limits are and and having other folks come in and help us whenever we need help too yeah you know
1: see i know when like, because it kind of happened fast. Like, we Ridgeway store, and then I think we opened the CrossFit store, like, the next year. Yeah. And then we opened a store in Collierville, which we've actually just closed. And I'm not sad about it. <laughs> Sorry, Collierville. But <laughs> it, it just was, it it, wasn't was working. And yeah, someone yeah. assumed our lease, so it worked out perfectly for us. Um, I was like, I, I, I want to you know, open one at Oxford and all you this know, stuff. And now someone's like, you should have one with someone, like, somewhere. I was like no like um we have two stores and yes we are good with two stores like yeah. I don't need any more like two stores and our mobile thing yes and we are we're fine I'm not trying to take over the ice pop world or whatever like like you know I think I thought that originally but then it's like I am not really just like have a weekend offer once in a while mm-hmm. like I'm mm-hmm. not trying to like make more I'm mm-hmm. like I'm trying to make more free time but like yeah. I'm yeah. not like oh we gotta do this and you know, but I think some people get like short-sighted and like just see like the yeah. dollar, like I can do this and make more money. And it's all like short-term return. And you don't think about like long-term. the long-term, like the long-term return. It's like, oh, you can do all this stuff and then you'll never, you'll yeah. work 100 hours a week the rest of your life. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you gotta do yeah. it for a while, but yeah. now we're trying to have our return be free time, mm. invert, you know your that's family. What, right. Be
0: with our family. Yeah. yeah. And have time yeah. with your kids. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And that's like super important. I imagine that's a hard, um, I, I mean, I guess I'm just speculating, but I mean, imagine that's a hard place to say, okay, at some point there's a line, right? Mm-hmm. At some point you're like, you know what, this is really attractive. This is really great to expand. I, I'm assuming maybe the carnival store even taught you guys some of that. This is really great, but here's what's really important and kind of having to get down to the nitty gritty of this is what matters. And this is kind of really what we want to, want to do. Right.
2: Right. Well, and kind of knowing why we kind of started all this in the first place, you know, I mean, yes, so that we he could be creative and, and, and own his own business. And, but then also to spend time with family Mm -hmm. too. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, certainly, you know, it's busy and it takes a lot of time, but yeah, kind of seeing, hey, we've got to, you know, and now I think we can kind of look back and say, okay, now yeah. we've kind of started to hone in on, mm-hmm. let's work on <clears throat> spending more time with family and mm-hmm. getting this machine, this machine of a business rolling to where it can kind of do stuff on its own and hiring the right people and investing in its employees and staff um, to where it can start, he can step back some.
0: Mm-hmm. So I loved, you kind of touched on this, Emily, is a little bit about knowing your why, like why we want to do this, what's important, what matters. You have a really interesting story about, you met with this PR firm that really kind of energized you guys, really Yeah.
2: refocused you. I, I love yeah. you tell that. Yeah, we, um, again, like kind of starting to know our limits, like when we were first starting, we wanted, you know, wanted to be able to do it all ourselves, build websites, you know, do social media, advertising, word of mouth, whatever. We were like, well, we can do this. Well... You know, like we can't do it all, and so um, because that's—I mean, I'm a speech therapist by training, and you know, I mean, he's a chef and and a business owner, and our business partner is the same, but we're not great at everything, and so kind of you know, we looked into meeting with a PR firm and. and had a meeting with them and they started talking to us and just kind of got us going as to why we started the business and what the business is like and we were all just sitting there talking and for one thing it was the first time that the three of us, Chris I and then our business partner JC Youngblood had all kind of sat down together for a while um, and started talking and we started talking about some of the things that we were doing and some of the things that we've done and um, you know it's stuff that i would kind of forgotten about or maybe kind of lost focus and when when we left I was like I told both of them I was like that really energized me. Like it was great to hear about the things that we've done and the ideas that we have and maybe talk about some of the ideas that we had that didn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah but you know it really kind of refocused and re-energized us. Um, and and I think you feel the same way. And it was kind of neat to be able to talk to someone other than ourselves about what we were doing and why we were doing it. So that was it really re-energized me and I think Chris, too, and, you know, kind of got some ideas and kind of took some weight off of us, like, hey, we can hire people who know what they're doing in these areas to help us with that, and we don't have to be able to do it all ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that that felt good, too, to kind Mm of, I mean, I think I realized that, but to be able to say it out loud, too, kind of felt good, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And so getting like
0: super, super pragmatic, like I like to be very, very practical with, with some of this is, so what are some things that you would encourage someone? So say someone is either they they're want to start a business, they own a business, or they're just kind of in a season of life where they're like, what am I doing? Like, what advice would you give them about kind of knowing your why and managing your limits?
1: I <laughs> mean, you have to like be passionate about it. Like I don't know. It's weird. Like I'm not like some. I don't think I'm some like great business person. Like when I started Mempops, I didn't do a pro forma. I kind of had a general idea on cost of things. I kind of just knew that I could make it work. Uh huh. And that's not how everybody operates. And now I've you know learned stuff. But I mean, you gotta like want to do like you gotta want to do it because you want to do it if you sit there and say I want to start this business because I can make X amount of money and you're this is my opinion if your whole goal was, I want to make money and you go into it because you you don't like care about what you're doing but the whole goal is just to make money like I don't think you'll be successful you have to find something you really want to do and then figure out how you can do it and then you know you do a really good job and work hard then the rewards will you know Will come in, yeah. but yeah. I think you have to think about what you want to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then why, and then think about why people why? would want to yeah. buy it or buy your services or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's that's important.
0: And I think an important piece too, from hearing y'all's story, is. You know, like what I'm hearing you say uh, is a lot of your whys were, yeah, you love the creativity and the cooking behind it, but then also the why behind Memphis. It had a mem- very intentional about Memphis, intentional about natural. Right. But then also a part of your why was to do something so that you could have limits so that you could be with your family, right. so that you could right. build something by yourselves. And I think that's an important piece too. Like it, It's easy to talk just business, right? Uh-huh. But I think that there's another layer too, is like, we wanna do this because we also, this is the life we want. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of your why as well. And right. I think that's an important piece right. too. Because yeah. I feel like we've, we, we can put on guilt on that. Like, I wanna build a business so that I can have this life but that's okay as well.
1: Yeah, and then I'm, I also want to build this, I don't yeah. have a, a boss tell me what to do. Like, yes, you know, that's a yes. big thing too. I was like, I'll just, I'll just let me you do it my do way. do it, yeah. Like, just, <laughs> like, I know what I'm doing, like, you know, just leave me alone and eventually I just <laughs> uh, went on to, to, you know, kind of prove that I could do it.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so any final thoughts? Uh, if you want to, what would you leave somebody with today listening, um, a main thought, a main lesson, uh, kind of from this conversation?
2: And I want one from each of you. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go force for you. Us. I'm gonna force you to, to have Um I guess the main thing is just to be something do something in your life that you're proud of and that you again kind of touching on what Chris is feel passionate about. I mean, whenever we kind of started all this, we did want to have his own business, but we also wanted it to be something that was Memphis and that made Memphis proud and um, our you know, we feel a real big buy-in with this community and um, I hope that they feel the same about us. And so I, I feel like just doing something that you and your community can be proud of. That's good.
1: We kind of stole what not say. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, God, I don't know, I really don't know what to say. Um, I th- like, when I have people that work for me or, or I go places, like, always just like, you know, like, you gotta give it your best effort. Mm. I think with whatever you're doing, whether it's work or being, you know, a a mom or a dad or whatever soccer coach, you know, Mm -hmm. like whether you're getting paid or not, like always, always like, hey, I always want to give it my best effort. And and that's kind of, I don't know, just sort of like how I try to live my life. And, and, you know, hopefully it shows here too, but I think that like if you're, whatever you're doing, whether you're starting a business or whatever, just... Always just, you know, if you give it your best effort, usually things will will work out for you. Mm,
0: That's good. That's good. Thank you guys for having us here and setting up shop in your shop. So thank you guys. I so appreciate this. Yes, thank you. And that is a wrap for our Green Chair Conversation with Chris and Emily Taylor. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Please take a moment to like today's video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, even our Green Chair Conversations podcast as well, and our brand new Green Chair Instagram account. That way you can see the release of new episodes, you can see behind the scenes uh, what's happening and what's going on. We are so thankful you're here with us. Love you guys and are crazy excited about next week. See you soon.